So welcome back to Reality Check Chat. We apologize for the long delay, but extenuating circumstances. We want to assure you that we are still here in Susquehanna County, the independent Democratic women of Susquehanna County. I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Judy Herschel. It's good to be back. And I'm Liz Kearney. Likewise. Podcasters, I wanted to say that, you know, I was, I've was i been so busy planning all these plants that I bought that... I looked at my notes for this podcast and I had so many articles, some of which I read, but just the headlines are like, you know, so I'm just going to throw something out there and you guys can interrupt me whenever you want and throw stuff out that you want or comment on what I'm talking about. You go for it, Barb. Okay. So I read something that by comparison with the Republicans, the Democrats over the past 15 years have been pretty unified, that's in quotes, in passing, you know, really good legislation on climate, on health care, and other issues that are important to the American people. And here we have Kevin McCarthy and the, what do you call the caucus, the the right wing freedom the caucus. Freedom, the freedom, freedom caucus. caucus. They're fighting over, they're upset, they don't want to sign a debt limit bill because people that need food stamps aren't working enough. I mean, you know, comments, come on, what do you think? That, that To me, that's insane. Mm-hmm. I, there's a certain part of the electric barb that gets off on being angry. I think Trump's has brought that out in people. I think now that they don't have abortion really to talk about, they've moved on to other things. So if you if you notice their issues, they have no real issues on how they're going to help people. They they have no issues on unifying. They have no they have no issues that really hold them down as Republicans. They have issues that anger and cause fear. That's it. Because unfortunately, Barb, it works. It works. I don't know what you mean by it works, but let's let Liz Liz go ahead yeah. weigh in, and then we'll talk about why Judy thinks it works. Oh, Barb, I was looking at some notes earlier today because I had nothing except my perpetual low-level simmering um, angst over all this stuff. And anyway, um, I would like to... Uh, I, I suspect, I did not back this up, I suspect a lot of people who do get SNAP benefits and Medicaid are already working at some level, if they can. I mean, granted, there are people who really cannot be in the workforce for whatever reason. But I mean, I would suspect that a lot of people who qualify for SNAP are the working poor. And to slam them for quote unquote not working and trying to increase the age limit in this in this debt ceiling bill. I mean, I've always remembered, I forget some some wag said somewhere, the people who expect you to work until 70 will not hire you after 50. Right. right? That's good. Mm-hmm. But they're not right. raising so, um, it that high. Exactly. Raising, they want to raise it to oh, plus, 55, I think. Yeah. And plus I did see where Biden was pretty wily about this negotiation. The age limit increase is staggered, you know, gradually, and it does not affect oh hang on, I got notes here somewhere. The homeless or veterans. Veterans, veterans, homeless, and get this, children who were in foster care due to mm-hmm. food stamp work requirements. That's like a work farm. The parents are working and the children end up in foster care. That's the best this country can do. That's that's that low limit, low simmering resentment I have about all these things. That, that is so wrong. Children. Wait, wait a minute. I thought it was that they came out of foster care. They didn't have to have get a job right away. They could still right, get right. But is it oh. children who were in foster care? due to food stamp work requirements would not be would be exempt from having to look for work right i mean the work requirement okay right? 
Yeah. Also, I read that a large majority of food stamp recipients are homeless. So that means mm -hmm. they're in that group that doesn't have to work. And mm -hmm. then a large majority, I think, are also the elderly. Exactly. Seniors in exactly. poverty. And, and of course, they don't have to work because they're over way over 55. And the bill doesn't say anything about raising taxes on the wealthy. They kept that out because they want to kick the poor, but not tax the very wealthy. That's the Republican playbook, which I find despicable. Yeah. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but but if we only look at our community, people that are poor and struggling generally do not vote. And that probably is part of the equation of why they're doing what they're doing. Let's pick on the people that we don't need their vote anyway. But there's that constant pushing why... of people that are on food stamps are lazy. You know, they go after the, the weak. They go after people that they think that they can bully. It's this whole mentality. Mm -hmm. and, and just quickly, why I said it works, because unfortunately, we live in an area where it does work. I've said this many a time. I'm surrounded by a lot of Republicans. You know, some are rational. Many are not. And they feed mm -hmm. into this like you would not believe. It's those little posts on Facebook that catch your eye. Those little, you know, daggers. Those are the things they remember. Those are the things that they repeat. Those are the things that bring them. Because it, it, I'm telling you, this hatred and fear gets them all rolled up and that's what they remember but so, it's been it's been setting the groundwork for a while though barb and liz I, I i think they've been doing this for a while and they they have this tactic and it worked with trump trump won purely on lies fear disinformation all the things they're still doing today yeah mm -hmm. when you say they you mean the trumpers far right i've said this there are some rational republicans my disgust with them is is why are they not stepping forward and saying enough is enough of this so they're all responsible they all wear the hat of being a republican so right. even if they don't agree and they disagree you know in conversation with me are they standing up are they trying to promote change within their party are they forcing their party to pick somebody else that's a little more rational? I mean, look at the look at the cast of characters we've got that are all running right now or, or going to be announcing soon. One's worse than the next. Well, just one more thing about, well, not one more thing, because I'm sure we'll, we'll return to it. But <laughs> something Marjorie Taylor Greene said about the um, her vote. She's she's planning on voting for the, the compromise, but she eventually wants something in return. She wants Biden impeached. <laughs> Or, and this is a quote, a high level member of his administration. So I guess she doesn't care. She doesn't oh. care that anybody hasn't done anything. She just wants somebody <laughs> impeached that's in his administration. If it's not Biden, somebody in his administration. And guess who is the lowest hanging fruit? Who? the Department of Homeland Security guy. She said he's the uh, low hanging fruit because of his horrible migration policy, which is no different than Trump's actually. The thing that galls me the most about this is how I haven't read that much about the fact that the Democrats raised the debt limit like four times under Trump mm -hmm. in a bipartisan fashion. And he got, I read someplace, three-fifths of the, the rise in the deficit since, they're talking about, you know, they're comparing apples to oranges, but since 2018, I think. I'm not sure. Anyway. It was 17, I think. It was, it was $8 trillion he added to the, the deficit. I looked right before him because I knew that this would come up. It's $8 trillion. He spent more under his administration than any other president. And in fact, the Republicans had the had the majority those first two years and they attached spending bills to each of those debt ceiling mm -hmm. raises so in addition to to not you know going through the shit that we're going through right now 
they added shit on top of that. So the hypocrisy is crazy. And they gave the big tax reduction to the wealthy. Mm -hmm. And they tried numerous times to get rid of the Affordable Care Act Mm -hmm. to screw more Americans. And let's not let the Republicans ever forget this. The debt ceiling is to pay bills that have already been incurred. This is a shopping spree. The Republicans went on. So they ran up their credit card bills. This is the payment is due. This is previous spending under Republican administrations. This is Republican money that has to be repaid now. This is not new spending. This is not, you know, another nickel for poor people buying food for their children. This is previous spending that the Republicans ran up. We cannot let them forget that. You know, we may not we, we may not influence Republicans on here, but that's an excellent talking point, Liz, because that's things that we can say rebutting our Republican neighbors and friends exactly. and family and all Don't of that. Ever let them forget. Absolutely. And, and let's talk about the dollar a, a little bit, because the ramifications, I, I'm not sure everybody understands that the ramifications of not lifting this debt, not being able to pay our bills, let's say that, make it easy, mm-hmm. not being able to pay our bills that we've already accrued, as, as Liz said, will weaken the dollar. And the dollar is our, is somebody... I don't know who said it, but somebody said it's our superpower and that she and Putin are just, you know, salivating over the fact that we might have the dollar downgraded and our treasury bonds won't be valuable anymore. And that's what people rely on. They relied on for years the stability of the American dollar. People all over the world, governments and businesses use the dollar and to even think that we're going to so close to this deadline of June 5th, which is Monday, I believe, mm-hmm. is outrageous to me. And it's almost, I mean, we've called people <laughs> traitors before, but I mean, it's its just not, it's not American. It's not, it's just not American. That's right. That's right. Barb, that reminds me, I hit on this a few podcasts ago. Uh, Hillary Clinton described all this, I believe it was in New York, uh, either New York Times or Washington Post uh, editorial, that watching this infighting about the dollar and the debt ceiling empowers our enemies like Putin. It makes democracy look weak. It lets the thugs around the world say, see, it's not so great. Look how they... Look how they squabble among themselves. It's a na- it's a national security issue as well. This American first philosophy is doesn't think about those things about the world mm-hmm. and our, oh, our right. place in it. Mm-hmm. I sometimes think you know you're an elected official. You want to do good for your for your community and your country. It's almost like they're out to destroy it, and everything they do just reinforces that. That instead mm-hmm. of doing what's right, they're just out to completely destroy it. Right. One thing about the raising of the debt ceiling too, you know, it's common for organizations and even governments to borrow money to pay their debts. So we default on this that ruins our credit rating, just like your own personal income. So the amount that we have to pay back will be affected by that too. If it the goes interest, over right. Yeah, we'll have so to we're going to end up paying interest. even more because they've taken so much time to get to this point. So hopefully by the time we air this, they'll have this done. Right. But right. we're down to the wire. Most definitely, hopefully. And so speaking of people that are elected officials who are not elected officials, but think they're elected the Supreme Court, there are a lot of headlines that I've been reading about the Supreme Court. But one thing I wanted to make people aware of is evidently frontline Terry Gross's fresh share might have been talking about it tonight. I don't know. I didn't hear it. 
But Frontline on PBS is going to have a show on the Thomases, you know, Clarence and Ginny. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Do you think anything will happen with him, Barb, Liz? No. No. He's, he's had no shame to this point. I don't see how he can be shamed into, you know, resigning. No, absolutely yeah. not. And no. he he's, hasn't recused him, himself for years on things that he should have recused mm-hmm. him, on the health care, on the mm-hmm. January 6th thing. And what a horrible legacy. He replaced Thurgood. He replaced Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. I know. That's I mean, what, a horrible, what a horrible, horrible legacy. It makes me angry. Yeah. 60 years ago, I just heard on uh, All Things Considered tonight, the Birmingham church, you know, where they, the KKK bombed the Birmingham church and killed, I think, four black girls, children that were in the basement of the church. I was reminded because one of the women that they talked to was on that was part of the children's crusade with uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And the the famous infamous i should say photographs of the birmingham police with the water cannons and and sicking all those uh dogs onto the children who were holding their own by holding their arms together because king told them hold your arms together because then you won't be thrown all over the place you know and that really made an impression and now this woman was saying she's 73 now that they don't want to teach this kind of history in school in some states, like in Florida, DeSantis, and other places that are trying to change the history. This is history. This is what happened. The civil rights movement happened, and this is what happened. And they got rid of Jim Crow, and Jim Crow should be taught. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and the diaspora to Chicago, the whole thing. I mean, you know, all of this stuff. Why isn't it being taught in, in, in our history classes? It goes along with the banning of the books, too. I mean, it's all so much related. You know, Barb, before we got on, we were talking about the movie that you just had watched on Hulu. That What is it called? A Small Light. Yeah. That tells the story of the woman that helped save, save Anne Frank and her family. Well, and she wasn't um, saved, you know. Yeah, yes. Well, helped to save, but it never actually came to fruition. Unfortunately, we all know the tragic story behind that. But, you know, heroic um, group of people that tried to to make a difference in a very awful time. And unfortunately, it ended up having, you know, not not having a good uh, result. But anyway, things like that are so important. But why why I brought that up is my my 15-year-old son came to me the other day, and he's on the internet, and I have to watch pretty closely as to what he watches, monitor very closely. And he's getting quite a bit of information that pops up on his screen, um, things that he reads regarding the Holocaust not being real, that, that Hitler was really a hero because of, you know, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. So there are algorithms to find out 15-year-old boys that are gamers. And 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 I know he, I check his history. He doesn't go into pornography. He doesn't go into the black web. He doesn't go into those areas. You know, he's a 15-year-old boy and he'll check some things out, but none of it's too inappropriate. So they're targeting him. So there's a whole other layer that exists. I won't say behind the scenes of politics. I think they're very much interbred, but we really need people to wake up to understand that that's what's going on because it's all, you know, they want to erase that. They want to erase that history. But they also want to bring a lot of those policies back. I think they're trying to groom the younger generations through the Internet because my child is experiencing this. If my child's experiencing this, how many millions of other children are that don't have the parents to sit down and talk with them? So so when you say me, they again, once again, do you know who I, they is? 
I don't know. I don't know if it's a group. I don't know if it's the Republican Party. I don't know if it's all of them mixed together. I think in the day and age of the Internet, it's so hard to pinpoint who exactly who exactly it is because but it is white supremacists we can say it's white supremacists yeah we can say it's but white supremacists but who they're related to is it all connected you know i don't Mm want to sound like i'm dramatic or that i'm i believe in you know conspiracy theories but experiencing that and what we're witnessing right now with them rewriting history and and blocking certain information we live in a day and age that it's it's coming to a head for sure Mm -hmm. but i just wanted to share that that this is something that our youth is experiencing and we really have to be there to make sure that we do educate them so we don't repeat that so right just and anti-semitism that i think anti-semitism is on the rise in the united states big time unfortunately so i wanted to read you this headline i read pta mom is suing her school district for banning books yes good good for her where, where do we contribute yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have a woman in our town that's trying to sue uh, for a city school for having an inclusivity club at the end of the school day that's not even related to the school. So <laughs> not to oh, be a geez. downer, but we got those two. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm a Debbie Downer today. But no, that is great. We need to do more of that. All right. So here's another headline. Syphilis rates are exploding in women in the United States. I believe that. And uh, I'm wondering why. Could it be that Planned Parenthood isn't there for a lot of women anymore? Could it be that a lot of health clinics are closing in the Pregnant, so-called pregnancy centers are, are giving help. And also 7 million women of childbearing age in the U.S. have low or no access to maternity care. Low wow. in Susquehanna County. Uh, yeah, we don't have access to maternity care after probably the mid week 25, 26, and then they get transferred. And a friend of mine just had her baby in the car on her way to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. okay? Everybody was the, fine. Luckily. Yeah, everybody was fine. Just by luckily, sheer luck. Yeah. <laughs> like crap. I wonder if it has something to do with contraception and condoms and accessibility to that. You know, that's an interesting question. Why is that? Yeah. Not, they say it's oh, complex. The answer is complex. But that the reduction in health care for women, which which we need to really work on letting people know that, and I've been working on it in my head, that how to say that reproductive rights cannot be separated from reproductive health care. I'm reading all the time of all these cases that we've talked about mm-hmm. of women whose rights have caused them not to have the health care the reproductive health care that they need. And I'm not even talking necessarily about an abortion, you know. Even condoms. Right. Why aren't they using condoms? Did women just stop using condoms? When I was in school, you could get condom from certain offices. There was the WIC office by the hospital. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know what the word meant. Yeah, we could. And then when I forgot my first job, either locally or in the city, I worked in social services. We gave condoms to everybody. Condoms were easily accessible. I had an adolescent group. They needed condoms. I gave them to them. That's not been around for a while. You know, does that have something to do with it? But I I could say, honestly, 90s and 2000s, there were a lot of condoms that were easily accessible, whether you were a clinic or a a treatment facility or something in rural America, you there were condoms available and kids knew where to go to get them. Not anymore. Okay. Hmm. 
that's a real stomper. Why aren't they using condoms? Is it just that young men refuse? The women don't have the don't have the experience of standing up for themselves to say, put this on or else or not, you know? Are that's they a, too a, are they expensive? You know, can you oh. can you envision a 15-year-old going into a pharmacy and asking the cashier cashier to grab the condoms from behind them because they keep them behind? No, they, they, no. they can't do that. Oh. I wouldn't do that. Uh-uh. I probably wouldn't have done that in my 20s, you know, with a, with a steady <laughs> boyfriend. And- no, exactly, exactly. That's a good point, Judy. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but like, Judy, like you said, they, were, they used to be everywhere. Like I remember one office, a public health office. It's like a, it's like a candy ball on the front of the desk. That's what like we would condoms. do. Take yeah. as many as you want. Yeah. Take all of them if you can give them to your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we would. I mm-hmm. don't. Re- I think we got them from the Department of Health. I can't remember. I don't know if this happened in your youth, but in my youth, and I don't know when it stopped exactly. But there were vending machines in, like, the ladies' rooms. Vending machines with tampons and and Kotex and all that stuff, and little deodorant and, and vending machines that had condoms in them. Right, so, I've seen those. Oh, you have? Yeah. The clever thing is, you always write a magic marker on the vending machine next to the condom. This is the worst. Cho- Chewing gum ever. <laughs> Should I leave that That's in? A good one. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. They were they were in the men's room too, but they were they were not they weren't everywhere. Like in bars, especially like in bars, it'd be like a machine. There'd be a condom machine in the bar. They were like a quarter, I think, or fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Way back. So are they still? Anyway. Are they still? We don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't, go to bars I don't think they are. <laughs> not that I've been in a men's bathroom in, the, in a bar lately, but I'm, I'm not sure they're around anymore. I'll have to find out. <laughs> Funny. So a lot of, as I said, a lot of headlines about the Supreme Court, it not being legitimate, it's broken, it's what can we do about it? They're not elected. Well, how do they have so much power and pretend that they're not? The Senate very nicely, the Democratic Senate very nicely asked John Roberts to come and testify so they could talk about the ethics. And he said, no, he blew him off. Anyway, I don't know what's to be done, but I read a lot of articles about, well, maybe we could do this. Well, maybe we could do that. Well, maybe we should do that. I mean, they have they have cut regulations to our clean water and air. Seriously? I don't even understand the rationale. I can't understand the rationale for that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I didn't read their opinions mm-hmm. because they're jerks. <laughs> because they but, are jerks. <laughs> but I can't imagine that they could all stick together and claim they're not activists. You know, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, that is hilarious. It's ironic. Is and it? then the, the abortion pill. I bet they're going to come out on that, on the side of that right-wing activist judge in in Texas that said the FDA didn't have the right to approve the drug, then we're going to... And he does? Yeah, right. Right? And then I read recently, too, that after they've got abortion rights, they're going after divorce. The no the no fault divorce they want to go after that next so people just can't decide to get divorced you have to have like a reason you know like adultery a woman would have to have a reason for a divorce then that's what they're going after that next apparently how is that possible I mean what's I have no way? idea yeah crazy crazy talk not to mention all the attacks on the LGBTQ community oh uh, wow yeah oh yeah. god 
there's a lot of state legislation right now moving forward. Some have to do with hospitals having the right to deny care to LGBTQ individuals. What? Businesses, as you know. Yep. yep. That's not legal. It's not. mm -mm, No. And just what Target did, it kind of pisses me off. Target has celebrated Pride Month for 10 years. This is nothing new. Absolutely nothing new. But because the Republicans have picked it as their issue of the day, now everybody's in an uproar because there is LGBTQ-friendly clothing in the children's department. So the powers that be have come out, and they're being very bold with what they're, they're saying. This is not appropriate. You don't have the right to groom our children. This is what they're quoted as saying. <laughs> Target? Yeah. So then Target decided to remove it from the children's department and move everything to the back because their their staff was being threatened. I get it. But they came. Facebook, even with local people, if you want a more conservative type of store instead of Target, these are the ones. I mean, I'm appalled by how people in our community are reacting to that. That will be probably the one thing that'll make me want to leave eventually. Make you want to leave where? I'm just disgusted. I'll tell you what. I think as time goes by, I get more and more pissed. But this is an issue that I really, really bothers me. Now that school board is during these elections, this has been the hot topic for school board. So I've been helping some people get elected on school board. And the opposition will put in their Facebook advertisements uh, when they're talking to people, I will uphold a more conservative education system. I will not let the the liberals destroy our education system, you know, inferring about LGBTQ rights and all that stuff. So it's a hot topic, but it's bringing out a lot of people that I would have been, I'm actually very surprised. People are, are coming out openly and talking about how they don't agree with the LGBTQ community. Listen, Judy, what are those stores mm-hmm. that are conservative because I want to know where not to shop? Exactly. You know what? I'll send you a list. It's none I've ever been to or will ever be to. <laughs> So I'll let you know. Okay, so I lost that last little bit that you said, Judy. I said that there's stores that were mainly online, like get your cleaning supplies here. Oh, you know, it wasn't I anything see. huge, but I can get you, you can put a list even on our website because I won't be shopping there. No, I don't need. A I'd list. like to think most rational people wouldn't. That was a lame joke. I don't need a list. No, I yeah, exactly. You don't need to. <laughs> this makes me mad. You know, yeah. As a former Catholic and a Christian myself, you know, the Catholic Church for years has been coming out, and more recently, and I can't remember. What state it was to say yes there were a lot of cases and we we hit it and we're sorry and you know so it was cultural i know three people in my family that were molested by priests we had two priests Jeez. in our town that have been one died before he was convicted but there were two that were alleged that, that people have come forward so mm-hmm. it even hit small town america that's a real problem that you go after to make sure that doesn't happen again going after the lgbtq com- community where you have nothing to to go on but you're they're grooming your children mm-hmm. i hear, there is not a day that goes by that i don't hear that so that's why i, I said i might leave <laughs> i don't know how much more of that i can take i'm not going anywhere but i'm disgusted yeah Thank that, you for is, my therapy. that is that is that's <laughs> just oh, yeah so here's another headline that I read. Stand your ground laws linked to rising deaths and racist violence. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wrote down here and today about the 60th anniversary and, mm-hmm. and that woman that said, we don't want to teach this history. I mean, I'm still learning about some, some of the massacres. I just read, mm-hmm. I, I volunteer at the library sorting books and uh, donations, you know, for the Blueberry Festival. And um and the retail store. And there was one about, uh, it was a whole book about, and it was a respected uh, historian whose name I cannot remember now, but about some massacre of 
black people. It said the town, and I'd never heard of this. It wasn't the Tulsa, wasn't the Tulsa. You know, we should we should know about these things. It's just oh, there's been more than one Tulsa bar. I'm I've been reading too. Like this happened not routinely, but it happened a lot. There'd be like you know a well-to-do, a, a, a middle-class black section of a community that was during segregation, and they be there. The black community was doing well, and they were you know there were lynchings and bombings and fires on the scale of Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. I've never heard about this in school. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the Norma Rockwell photo picture of little Ruby Bridges being escorted to school. Yeah. She's only she's like eight years older than me. This is not ancient history. This is not that long ago. Oh, right. And, I, and re I, I remember I when get it actually happened. And I remember thinking as we were learning in school, I thought that, that, that who was a National Guard marched her to school like that first day. No, it was the entire school year. She was hissed at and spit at and, you know, her entire school year. And like, she had like Pretty one good. teacher that, and one little kid, one little class by herself, that brave little girl. I'm like, what is wrong with people? What does the color of our skin have to do with anything? I feel like an alien on this planet sometimes. What? If you look at the pictures of, I don't know, it was, I don't know if it was for Ruby Bridges or for the teenagers that you know went to the were freshmen in the high school. There was like a group of five or six black mm -hmm. kids that had the same kind of experience. Anyway, if you look at the pictures and you look at the expressions on the face of the white people that are white adults that are outside mm -hmm. spitting at, mm -hmm. if you look at them, the hate on their face, right. the meanness on their faces is just indescribable. I mean, I was shocked when I really took a, mm -hmm. a close look at this. It was a while ago, but you know, I couldn't believe it. Oh, I think it was because some woman that has this horrible look on her face, they, they interviewed her. She essentially felt the same way she did it as she did in that in that picture, which that boggles the mind. She still felt that way, Barb. Did you say? Yeah, because yeah, I know this the was a while ago. But... About. I know. I think I know the picture you're you're talking about. Yeah, it's pretty famous. Is it the one with the with the black the black girl walking with the with the books in her hand and there's a bunch of teenage girls behind her and they're going like this and the one looks like pure evil behind her. I think I saw that interview too. Oh, here to, here's a couple of more headlines about the Supreme Court. Who can reign in the Supreme Court was one. No one is my answer. The Supreme Court is crippling environmental protections. Where is Congress? That's an interesting one because, right, Congress can make some laws. I mean, yes, they can be brought to the Supreme Court. Look how many times they tried to overturn the um, Affordable Care Act unsuccessfully. Of course, now they've mm -hmm. got the super majority. Anyway, we got we got to get a bunch of Democrats in there and who can say we're going to change it. As of tomorrow, there are going to be 11 Supreme Court justices and Biden is going to pick the two of them and add them. How about that? Wouldn't that be nice? Is that enough? Wait, what would that take? Yeah, it, it would take some voting. Again, all this comes down to voting. If, if people who believe in democratic principles would, get off, would vote, we could fix this, you know, in the next election cycle. That actually wouldn't be enough, would it? No, you'd need 13. Three. Yeah. So it had to be. You'd need yeah. Okay, anyway. But Which, you know what? If we're a two-party system, I'm fine with having 50-50. I know that it would we would need a, a, a tiebreaker. But if we're going to be fair, God forbid, bid, worst case scenario, they're all extremely conservative over the next 10 years. What in God's name would we do? Well, the thing is, they're for life. That should not be. Exactly. That should not There be. needs to be a term limit applied or, or, or we, some type of. We're advice. in a real fix. We've got to get a Congress that is doing stuff uh, because I don't see how we can get the Supreme Court to lay back and shut up. OK, here's my favorite thing. 
thing, favorite obnoxious thing. Paul Krugman wrote a piece, Woke Wind, because the Republicans are saying that wind power is woke. And he puts it. <laughs> He puts a chart. He said it's so silly, but he puts a chart. Krugman includes a chart of the United States in his piece, and it shows who has the most wind power. And they actually use wind power, and they have added thousands of jobs with wind power, and they have it all over the state. And guess what state it is? Texas. Yes. Florida. Texas. <laughs> Texas. Texas. Oh. <laughs> So the legislature oh in Texas says that wind power is woke, so they they want to go back to oil and gas. Even oil and gas, Texas oil and gas companies own wind farms. But the Texas legislature, of course they do. But the Texas legislature wanted to, you know, because it's woke, they wanted to put all these barriers to to wind uh wind power i mean seriously great well don't worry because chris christie is announcing his presidency <laughs> next week. he's gonna save us is he is he announcing <laughs> between the two of them man we're 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 golden they're gonna come to oh, our golden. Rescue. <laughs> but does texas do they use wind power to pump the oil <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question I have I have questions. <laughs> I also read that this is totally unrelated, but wind power is good because in Ukraine, it's hard for drones to hit the wind power. You know, when they hit their infrastructure, their electric grid, it's hard oh. for them to hit the, uh, oh. they can't really target the wind. The uh, Oh, that's, that's cool. You know, they're always going around. So, you know, the uh -huh. drones, I guess, go right through them. I don't know. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. That is cool. So there's mm -hmm. another positive. All right. How do, you, how do you want to wrap this up? Oh, I'm a Roosevelt. I'm doing my genealogy. We share grandmother. So Teddy Franklin's, no, Teddy's, well, they're all related, so it doesn't matter. They're second cousins. They share the same grandmother that I do. So yeah. Teddy's seventh grandmother is my ninth grandmother. Cool. I know. Nice. I, well, it's kind of removed, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also related to the guy from Hogan's Heroes, that Bob guy. Um, whatever. Bob Denver? Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> That is my, that's my that's claim hilarious. To I, probably, I probably shouldn't tell too many people, but. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Bob um, Crane. That's I want to get doing. back to working on that because it's so much fun. But I've got it was. We, you and I got to get together. We have a couple projects we've started over the years. that we. Oh, my gosh. Doing. Yeah, I've got those letters <laughs> and put them in envelopes and stuff. Oh, my God. We're never going to. You should oh, just we'll get it done. Just give them to the historical society. I don't think that's going to. I need to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good. Can you top that, Liz? Because I can't. I don't know if you can, oh. Liz. Let's see you try. <laughs> I mean, genealogically, my grandfather used to tell us, and I have no proof of this, that we were somehow related to Jefferson Davis, who I understand had no children of his own. But I looked it up once and it said a ton of people claim some relation to Jefferson Davis. But on my father's side, I've not tracked this down. But remember when Obama went to Ireland and found his Irish relatives, their name was Kearney. Oh. And I swear, I see a resemblance between my father <laughs> and um, Barack Obama. So if I can claim a relationship to Jefferson Davis, and Obama, that would rock. That would, <laughs> I would rock. I really, really love that. I want to go to the Daughters of the Confederacy and say, where do I sit? <laughs> you got to get Ancestry.com. That's my problem. I got to get it. I got to track all this down. Maybe, maybe they'll support us. 
theancestry.com. Check it out. (laughs) I really want to hit the daughters of the Confederacy. You can't turn me away. I'm a liberal, democratic, vegetarian feminist. Where's my seat? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you're right, you beat me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right. Pressure's on now to figure this out. I love the Bob on Hogan's Heroes. Oh, God. I used to swear that my father must be related to the guy that played Life of Riley. You probably don't know this show, but it was called Life of Riley. And to me, the guy looked just like my dad, but nobody else thought that but me. And it wasn't a very flattering comparison. So maybe that's why they, they they didn't say anything. But those of you out there who remember Life of Riley, I don't remember the actor. John, what was the actor's name in Life of Riley? William Bendix. He's a treasure trove, my husband's oh. information. <laughs> oh, I got Bendix. another one. My grandmother's cousin was the grandfather of the first episode of The Brady Bunch. Awesome. I lose. It's not as clear as, as hers, but. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. I can't. <laughs> I can't even follow that. <laughs> I know. You need a diagram for that one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to sign off and go watch the last episode of Ted Lasso, my new favorite show. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. No spoilers. Night, no, no spoilers. Okay. I haven't seen the... Oh, you're talking about season one or two? Three. Three. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Ted La- it's, the last, it's the last episode of Ted Lasso forever. So season three. Oh, oh okay. All right. I've been, I've been charmed and delighted, so I'm sad. Oh, all right. <laughs> So hopefully I'll get this out and I'll talk to you too soon. Have a great night, guys. Good to see you. Thank you guys for a a delightful conversation. Oh, this was lovely. Talk to you soon. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.